Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. It is the post-match podcast after Liverpool lost 5-0 to Aston Villa in the Carabao Cup. First up, it's the match reaction. Hello everyone, welcome to the Red Men TV, the Canabao Cup, it's Aston Villa 5, Liverpool 0, oh, and you know what, I'd love to sit here and say, you know, the lads weren't good enough, but you know what, I thought they did themselves so much credit tonight, this is an annoying, still being generated, loads of people have gone off, Look, it's a Tuesday night, it took us four hours to get down here because of traffic, to what effectively Liverpool's under 18s. And I thought they acquitted themselves wonderfully tonight. I really, really did. You can see the difference. You know, the likes of Harvey Elliott, the likes of Keanu Hoover. I think they're lads who've got a big future. And I don't know about the rest. They're just too young. They're too young and unproven. Um, and then a special credit goes to Pedro Kinevea. Uh, it goes to Herbie Kane in the midfield. Because, look, are they going to have long-term features at Liverpool? I really don't think so. But I think you can see... What, a, what fantastic professionals they are. They led the lads brilliantly. They ran constantly. They were cool and calm in possession. They tried to make things happen for Liverpool tonight. And I hope they get good transfers and get careers elsewhere. But um, I'm disappointed because you know, I don't like to see Liverpool, no matter what level they are. You know, if you pull that shirt on a professional game, I'm disappointed not to see us win. But I think so many positives to be taken in terms of the young lads and their attitude and desire. Listen, we swung for them. We came out swinging 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it was. We came out the early part of the game, we tried to cause some problems, and I think we caused some problems. Um, really big problems. Again, Harvey Elliott and Keanu Hoover linking up down the right hand side, absolutely outstanding. Um, and they got lucky. I mean, I, I was sat here. You're talking about a, a free kick that, that ends up bobbling in. You're talking about like the chances that just deflect. You know, there's a second goal, takes a deflection, loops over the goalkeeper, and then. Our place just getting toes on it and just deflecting the wrong way. I felt sorry for them, I felt sorry, and I think if they'd managed to get it at like 3 0, not that they'd have won it, but I think maybe you said the sense of something from the game 4 0 at half time. It's dead and buried, and I think again they deserve massive credit for coming out at the start of the second half. And you know, they could, some of them were flat out, absolutely flat out, worn out, and they should do. This is a man's game, this is a, this is a professional level they're playing at here, and um, to only concede one in the second half, I think, you know, again, is another thing to be credited for. I don't think any of those players will be particularly happy because, you know, if they want to be professional to Liverpool, they'll take that, you know, they'll take that to heart. But again, look, it was it was literal men against boys. Our players were bouncing off some of theirs in the second half. 
just uh, you know just children out there but again look I don't want to denigrate what the lads did today. I thought they put in a fantastic gym. They did the Liverpool shirt and the badge proud today. And I think that's the bare minimum. That's all we wanted to see from those lads. They acquitted themselves really well. They went for it. They took the best shot. And um, ultimately, you know, Villa, a much more mature senior side, you know, put them to the sword. Ah, oh, well. Um, yeah, look, if you enjoyed the performance from the lads, drop a like on this video. And uh, the big one starts tomorrow. The lads over in Qatar. Tom and Ross, over to you. Well, welcome to Red Men TV. Liverpool have just been beaten 5-0 by Aston Villa in the Carabao Cup quarter-final. Uh, we sent the kids. Um, they started so brightly, didn't they? But ultimately, they got battered. Um, look, I'm not too bothered about that. I came down, we had a good little sing-song. We supported the side and all that type of stuff. It was brilliant. And you know, there's young lads out there who really get a, a taste of what a big stadium and a full stadium is like and I've made up that we were able to experience that and I've made up, made up that I know a little bit more about some of the players that we've got in the youth side. Now, there are, there are lads there of course who, who look, we all have better games than they had today and in the first 10-15 minutes I definitely started to, to really sort of worry Aston Villa if I'm honest with you and I think they came out there and they were like a little bit shocked that's the bit about what the lads had and we were soaking the ball around well Alvielli was getting down that right hand side coming inside had a couple of opportunities where the goalkeeper I think the Villa fans probably had a little bit of a shock as well um, and then you know we conceded three goals in about another one down like all 20 minutes or something but every single one of them for me was just I don't know the first one came from a free kick or something I'm not really sure what happened there the second one was was that the one that bounced over and onto the post and from across and that one was just dead lucky the third one seemed to be dead unfortunate as well for us and then the fourth one exactly the same and you know look it, it felt a little bit like men, men against boys and ultimately it was men against boys um, Harvey how you can tell can't you he's an absolute player that lad um, every time he picked the ball up he looked like he was going to do something special and he was going to be the one that was going to break through um, maybe get Liverpool something out of the game from Longstaff for a little uh, bit of a uh, loads of effort in fact um, chasing um, the, the defenders and the goalkeeper down and trying to win the ball back high up the pitch and, and Hill as well on that left hand side you know ran himself into the ground and you got Hoover and, and, and Harvey Elliott who ran that right hand side I thought they looked really dangerous Hoover going around the outside of Elliott at times as well um, but you can tell that that's where the, the sort of skill in our side maybe was in the middle of the park Pedro Kiyobaya had a bit of a slow start to the game but then I felt like, you know, he loses the ball a couple of times early, early on. Then I felt like he really got control of the game, second half and that. Um, we really were, were just about sort of keeping the ball a lot. And uh, Pedro Caraveo was really good at that, I thought. And him and Herbie came, came back, always looking for the ball, always looking to try and um, pick the ball up and, and move the ball on and get the ball out wide. And, um, just bring the front lads in and ultimately found it hard. I think they were overrun at times. I think they, they didn't quite have the quality. Chris Davies picks up a yellow card after a couple of uh, a couple of bad fouls, to be honest with you. But he's not working. Uh, he's obviously substituted a little bit later on. As far as the defenders go, you know, Gallagher worked himself into the ground as well. The boys was good. Seth uh, Vandenberg was okay. I thought he was uh, looked much better than what I've heard. He's been performing like... Um, 
you know, for, for the unders this season and stuff like that. I think Keller and Goal I thought he was sound as well, you know, some really big saves there. Um, I just wish something had happened a little bit earlier on where we could maybe have, have given Aston Villa a, a bit of a run for the money, got them a little bit scared about the threat that Liverpool posed. Ultimately, it wasn't to be. We are out. Um, but, but you know what I really enjoyed? I really enjoyed the lads at the end coming around and clapping the support. So that was brilliant by all of them. They'll understand what that means for them. They'll understand what the fans were here singing and shouting about and stuff like that. So absolutely brilliant anyway. Let me know your thoughts to that one in the comments section below. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the Red Men TV and we'll see you next time. Ta-ra. And to round things up, we had the next... Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Extended version of the player ratings. That full show is, of course, available on the YouTube channel. And if you want the final word... On this match, as Liverpool's kids fought valiantly but ultimately lost, head to the RedmenTV.com. Harvey Elliott, then, we talked about him before, um, just brilliant. I mean, particularly in the first half. We get a corner in the first couple of minutes, and he's G and the, the fans oh, up mate, and stuff I love like that. Him. I love him. <laughs> like, you, know, you, you can't draw conclusions from a game like this, but he's well class. But he's well class. 100%. Yeah, he, he, he's, he's top quality. He's another one. I, 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 he's 16, what, he, might, he might even be 17, but he's, he's a kid. He's he's ready as far as I'm concerned. I I I think it's clever to protect him. It's clever to get him fully integrated into the squad and all that kind of stuff. But and there's other lads ahead of him in the pack. We've got a lot of senior lads who, who still need football for us. But I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked to see him getting Premier League games by no, the end by no, the end of the no, season. No, yeah, that's it. Like you know, you look. You probably got all of April and May where you can play. Him. Yeah, when you, yeah when things are easier. <laughs> essentially, um, yeah, I thought he was great. But look. He plays with no fear, mm. and that's it. He, you know, he, he doesn't think to himself, "I won't try this because I'm playing against." I'm, no, he just tries it because that's what he does. And yeah. there's a little bit of genius there that it doesn't matter what level he's playing at; he's going to do what he does. His ability to pick a pass out from oh. around the 18-yard box two or three times out of nowhere with the box crowd that he managed to find a, a head or, or a chest and, or, or, and or whatever. Space and time, mm. you know, by stopping. Yeah. And. And then it just all opens up, and he sees yeah. it. It's, it's crazy. It's, yeah. He's such an intelligent player. Like he, he was, he was brilliant. Um, Hill and Longstaff are the two to go. Aren't they? Hill, I thought I, I, I didn't see two. When too we were attacking, he was the other side of the well, pitch. Yeah. Second half, he was one of them. Where he, I got the impression from him, like that he, you could see how much the whole thing meant to him, and he was one, he just kept going and kept going and kept going. And, and look, you talked about it. Pace and power are a big issue. You know, he's, 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 he's throwing his body at people. He's trying to make things happen and just, just didn't quite get the breaks in the second half. But I loved his endeavour. I loved the fact that he just, he just had this look at this like going, this is my this is my big chance. I'm not going to walk off this pitch and, and have anyone say, you, you left something out there. I thought he ran, he, he ran absolutely tirelessly and he was he was actually, I think, a bit more dangerous second half probably than he was, than he was first. I think he, he got a bit more involved. And that might be just because... Elliot maybe slowed off a bit, and then we we went we, we used the other flanker touch more. So fine. I, I, sorry, long, 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 long staff for me was 
he was sound. I really mm. liked him. I thought there's, there's a lad there who, who maybe understands how to how to press and how to harry the goalkeeper and the centre halves and stuff. From from a defensive point, I think it was a really good decision to mm -hmm. play him in that position with Elliot and Hill off him. From an offensive point of view, he struggled. I mean, mm -hmm. he's a young lad going against two centre halves, I and, think... that, and that, that that's like. Fucking lambs to the slaughter shit, isn't yeah. it? Just really difficult but for that him, first, but he didn't stop. That first spell when we were on top, we were swarming and we were causing them problems and we were just we were pressing and, and, and making them make mistakes. I thought he shone in that environment when it's just a little touch, little touches around the corner, he had men around supporting him, but it became uh, he started. He had to toil in the second half because Liverpool stopped committing men, and that's because ultimately they've gone no more. Just don't concede any more goals. Don't make this an embarrassment. And all of a sudden, you're pumping long balls up to him. And in the first half, that works when you're getting little nicks and it's dropping. When there's no one to support, you just look isolated and lost. And of course, again, that's when the physicality and strength and endurance that you've got with but a bit more age started to take its toll. But I thought he handled himself. It, it's also for me. It's it's. When you're a defender and you're going up against players that you have no idea how they play, like because mm -hmm. they wouldn't have had much of an idea these Aston Villa players, you've got to you've got to stand off a little touch to begin with. You need to find out how fast they are. Are you as quick as them? What what are they going to try and do? As soon as they realised that they probably weren't going to get him behind, they didn't have the pace to be able to do that. They pressed up against him, yeah. and then they made it really tough for him. Yeah. There you go, that was the post-match pod. If you want more from us, head to theredmentv.com and sign up. It is completely free for the first month for more of the postscript on Villa and, of course, with the Club World Cup looming and the chance for the Mighty Reds to become the best football team on the planet, there has never been a better time to join up. We'll see you there.